0: This week's episode of Multiple Perspectives is brought to you by Radio FUBAR, radio f***ed up beyond all recognition, airing uncensored live shows, podcasts, and indie music. Find Radio FUBAR at RadioFUBAR.com. The opinions expressed on this program may be considered offensive, crude, or politically incorrect. They are merely those of the speakers, and not of the affiliates and or sponsors.
1: Welcome to the 21st episode of Multiple Perspectives, the podcast where we look at controversial issues from many points of view. Coming up on today's episode, men should be banned from speaking first, India attempts to fix the gender ratio, and the Egyptian pyramids and theories behind how they were built. I'm your host, Ken. and joining me as always is free AOL CD collector, Joe. <laughs> you remember those? Yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many did you get? Uh, I think I only had two. No, we had a lot. Yeah, we had a lot. We get them in the mail every single week. Uh huh. And then you know nobody ever uses them because everyone already had AOL. You know, so yeah, yeah. so what do you do with them? You use them as frisbees. Is still is this still broadband? Like it? AOL? Out. no. It's fifty-six k is not broadband. So it is it it broad it does it broadband? Does it cut common? off your phone line anymore? No, I don't think uh. anybody has <laughs> that anymore. Do you remember when someone's on the your mom's on the phone and you try to sign on AOL?
0: No, I only remember the other way around. I think you were on the phone Once, and your mom tries to. but yeah, someone was on AOL and I pick up the phone. Yeah, what does it sound like? Like a robot? Beep, like beep beep? Something. Like um C three PO.
1: C P three O is that C three
0: PO? C three PO yeah. Is that Star Wars? Star Wars? Yeah. R two D two. Three C P O is the one that that can. Three C
1: P O? Yeah. Three C P O. That's C three. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know this stuff. Because we're, we're augmented with reality. <laughs> <laughs> Such as news about how school teachers are, are being, uh, they're, they're going crazy now. Uh-huh. Every time somebody hears about one of these school sex scandals, what do the boys say? Where were those teachers when I was in school? You know, that's <laughs> what they always say.
0: But on this story, it's actually a teacher who says it.
1: Well, he doesn't kind really of, say that. Kind of, kind he, says, he says, he says... <laughs> How'd you even, he goes, uh,
0: why doesn't everybody just keep their mouth shut? Yeah, one of those guys who had sex with a teacher just shut up (laughs) and enjoy it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's coming from ABC7 titled, South Hills High School Teacher Placed on Leave for a Facebook post. I don't know where South Hills is, or... It's uh, West Covina,
1: California. We should know where that is, but we don't. Is it (laughs) North or South? Sounds like South. No, it's West. (laughs) to west california west so this school teacher has been placed on leave does that mean he doesn't get paid it depends Uh, right
0: i think it depends he got paid for the hours that he was there i guess well uh, all school teachers are salaried oh yeah yeah nobody gets paid by the hour you're right
1: (laughs) (laughs) they'd be working overtime then if it was for every single day every single that's what i'd do So, he went on Facebook and was mentioning the investigation of some fellow teachers who were accused of having sex with students. So, what he said was, the the whole Facebook post is linked, Uh and there's lots of expletives on there that are blacked out, but you know exactly what it is, and it basically says that everybody knows that that female teacher was doing all that. Two female teachers. Oh, was it two? Yeah, it was two. Apparently, he was actually a student of that teacher. Really? From what I've read, I'm not sure if I'm reading it correctly. Because uh, he writes, uh, you know, everyone knows Miss Blank, who is a high school algebra teacher, who also flunked me twice for not showing my work. So this teacher's old. Okay. Right? Assuming, or this teacher's really young. Sean whoa, Patrick Whoa, Yeah. How young can you be? As uh, a high school teacher. You got you to gotta have a I bachelor's. I'd
0: 25 or 25. Yeah,
1: you got to have a bachelor's and then a teaching credential, which is like five, six years. Yeah. So this guy's got to be at least 25 or something. So, I mean, the teacher's still got to be at least 30 or 40 or something. Yeah. So he writes, you know, everyone knows Miss Blankety Blank is, is blankety blanking everyone. <laughs> and uh, what I have to say is, how come all those boys don't just shut their mouths
0: and enjoy it? And that's that's how he got in trouble. He didn't say. People are saying he's condoning these these acts. Yeah. So he's he's kind of promoting it.
1: So so what, what do you think? If I was a high school teacher, I would not have a Facebook.
0: Yeah. Do you know how uh, much
1: you risk by having a Facebook and adding people who are affiliated with your workplace?
0: I would have a MySpace. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. It's it's a it's dangerous. I wouldn't even think about posting this. Uh, like I said. But you would think it? This guy might be a young t-shirt. But would you think it? Of posting it? No, of what he's thinking. Meaning you guys should shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I
1: have no comment. Here's the thing that I thought about when I read this. Uh, a female teacher is doing this, having sex with an underage uh, minor uh, male student. Yeah. But if it was the other way around, that male teacher would be arrested, and would be booked would be on Family Watchdog. Nobody thinks this teacher is a pervert.
0: Interesting, yes, yes. Right,
1: nobody thinks the female teacher is a pedophile.
0: Hmm. You know,
1: the formalities don't exist among the female perpetrators.
0: Yeah, I think we had a story, right? Where the female was... uh, There's a bunch of stories like that.
1: There's one where she got pregnant and then they got married after he got out of prison or something like that. I don't know, I don't know, something like that. But whenever there's a female perpetrator, nobody says, this woman is a pedophile. I've never noticed that from my own personal experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I never had anything to do with this. <laughs> oh okay. I never had any experience <laughs> From my that. own personal experience of reading these articles, <laughs> I've never noticed that the female perpetrators get the same treatment, treatment. as male perpetrators in the same exact situation. And I've never seen one that same sex either. How how would that go about? Oh yeah, I never I never read it. You know, before. male, male, female, female. Hmm. But he got in trouble for the Facebook post. Yes, of course so he did.
0: You gotta be careful what you post online. Always stay as a professional. It's actually against policy to add kids who are your students on Facebook. He probably had the district manager or something on his Facebook. That's how they figure it out. I don't know. In a, in a video one of the kids were, were interviewed and they said uh the the guy shouldn't be in trouble. Because he posted it on Facebook. Didn't say it at school. But I gotta admit, this guy's probably a cool teacher. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? <laughs> He's probably like uh, the guy whose room you hang out in during lunch.
0: Really? Maybe. I don't know, never met
1: Probably him. goes by his first name, too.
0: Among the kids. Call me, uh, call me Sean. Yeah, probably. Moving on to our next story from NBC7 San Diego. Titled, Drone Carrying Meth Crashes Near San Ysidro Port of Entry. By Laura McVicker. I got the whole (laughs) soundboard for this. Okay. So this story comes out in Southern California. A drone carrying methamphetamine crashes in Mexico. Are you serious? Yes, I'm very serious. crashes in Mexico near the San Ysidro port of entry on Tuesday night. So there was this drone that crashed into a mall and a civilian called it in. Yeah,
1: so that's the part that I I thought was kind of... uh, An anonymous civilian reported it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, I found something.
1: Yeah, what is it? It's a drone carrying six pounds of meth.
0: Yeah, it turns out that the the weight of the drugs was too heavy. Well, yeah, it's six pounds. For a
1: drone. Here, I looked up uh, the U.S. price of meth. And it said uh, every five. Well, the thing was, there was a whole list of the world, and every every country had a consistent price, like you know, four dollars. But U.S. had three dollars to five hundred dollars. So I think that's dependent on how pure methamphetamines are. You know? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Is
0: this like Breaking Bad? Why
1: is he saying his own name? I don't know why that's on the
0: soundboard.
1: (laughs) That is from Jesse Breaking Bad, Pinkman.
0: right? Yeah, of the course. It's, yeah. it's the
1: Jesse Pinkman soundboard. I got it for the show.
0: Is he the sidekick or is he the master
1: player? Uh That's a philosophical debate that we're not really going to go into. Oh, please. Here. This thing has so many sounds, but none of them are, are actually usable, you know? <laughs> look, look, I got the money and I'm totally good for it for like ever.
0: So the smugglers didn't get any money because the... Drone and the drugs were handed over to the Mexican authorities to look who's responsible for what
1: well, this. Month. This, wait, aren't when I was reading that aren't the Mexican police known to be corrupt and all that? Some of them, some of them,
0: so some not, of them might be on the payroll of the drug cartel, right? So, so when you returned it, they handed them. it to exactly who
1: it was going to, right? Maybe they're the ones who were doing it. It doesn't say, does this it say a, if. This this was going from the US to Mexico or you from Mexico to US? Because this is how they're they're smuggling drugs over the border now. I'm, Some dude is in his bedroom controlling
0: a drone that goes over the border. I'm thinking it's going toward United States. This is going toward it was on Tijuana, so it's going near N- Albuquerque, San, New Mexico. San Diego. Is it Albuquerque? No, that's that's where Breaking Bad was. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> no. do you
1: know how much tourism way. albuquerque has gotten since breaking bad no a lot wow a
0: lot do they want to see the actual places what if it wasn't filmed there
1: i no, it was filmed on a location oh okay. so that's why that's okay. why yeah so this was handed to the mexican authorities yeah so it was either handed back to the people who sent it out or handed it to the people who it was being sent to <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I think it was going across the border. So it was handed back to the yeah. people who sent it out? Maybe. 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 Uh, there's a very high chance. There's a chance. There? Yeah, there's a chance. How high of a chance do you think? Uh, uh, 60%. 60%? <laughs> 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 so this this is the, uh, you know, the bad side of technology. We now have drones. We can transport things from Amazon. But how is this different from FedEx or UPS? They don't scan your packages when you send them out. So when you're a UPS driver... You could be a drug dealer and you wouldn't even know. You could be a mule Uh, without Yeah, a drug transporter. Like, um, Jason Statham.
0: (laughs) Did he do, did he transport No, he did people, I think. He (laughs) did people. Yeah, yeah. I guess the the term is mule, right? A mule is a person who carries drugs. Isn't it, you carry it in like your ass or something? (laughs) No, it doesn't have to be. Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, we are the millers with, uh, Jason Sudakis.
0: Uh, what did he do? He uh, took a job to carry drugs over the Mexican border. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like this. That's a mule.
1: So, this is the bad side of technology. People are going to utilize uh, drone technology to, to deliver drugs. Or any other contraband
0: in America. Like what? Or in the world. Weapons. Hitler VHS tapes? <laughs> <laughs> Hate speech. I don't know. Weapons. Yeah, so, weapons. this can't even carry six pounds. What makes you think
1: it's going to be able to it carry like a 15 like, pound it could gun?
0: Like a grenade or something. Or gun parts. Illegal gun parts. Maybe. I mean, I mean, I heard Amazon might use this technology to so, deliver it to people's houses.
1: Well, I think they have been using it. Really? Yeah, for, for it's like beta testing, right? Oh, now. beta, all right. Yeah, so you order something from the warehouse and it takes about 20 minutes to get to you. Wow. Because the nearest warehouse for Amazon is, I think, a few towns away. Yeah, yeah. I think, no, that's, I don't know, I'm not sure, but it's close. It's close, yeah. I've had things come to me the next day, which I didn't even pay for next day shipping. Uh-huh. Could this be utilized by suicide bombers without the suicide part?
0: Yes. So- okay, But they get attached uh, explosive on this and they, they fly it over the border. And then boom. They don't have to press the return button.
1: Yeah, so it's a one-way drone mission. One-way drone know?
0: mission. No no people hurt except the people who were bombed.
1: Do you think it's going to get to that point?
0: Uh it could. It could. I mean, what kind of security do you... Yeah, the, how do there's you protect no, that? There, there's no drone checkpoint, you know? There's no drone know.
1: police like in South Park. <laughs> there's a drone police that flies around.
0: It, they have radar, I guess. Border security. Does that even work well? Yeah, it works well. I think so. So, okay, they see a dot on the radar. What are they going to do? They're going to investigate. Shoot it down? I don't know if we have fighters at uh, the border. Maybe they have drone-on-drone warfare? That's a South Park episode. <laughs> That 100% is a South Park episode.
1: Moving along to the last article on the opening segment here, which is coming from Campus Reform. Now, when we read this, I thought it was a left-wing website. It sounds exactly like a left-wing website, right? Campus Reform. Yeah. Any reform is left-wing. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly. Any, Supposedly. Any type of reform is left-wing. Now, uh, this article is written by Gabriela mong Brong. Yellow? I don't Morong I
0: need, Yellow. Is yellow. it Italian? Is that Italian? No, it sounds Hispanic. Gabrielle Morong. It's some type of European.
1: Gabriella Am wrote this, who is a campus correspondent for the website. And her goal is to seek out liberal uh, bias. That's what she
0: says. So yeah. this article is to expose left wing bullshit. From universities, I think. Is it only... Oh, yeah. Well, campus for... Or, yeah, mo- so. Mostly for... At universities.
1: So, it talks about Dehusi uh, University who hosted a panel to better improve relations on campus to combat supposed instances of misogyny and racism. First of all, uh, to sum up, professors on the panel said that men should not be allowed to speak first in class discussions. None of the panelists were men. Yes. Would wh- wh- no. wh- <laughs> you think when you're reading about what these people said? Because this isn't what the writer is saying. This is what the pe- he she's saying that this is what the panelists. Yeah,
0: she's observing and reporting.
1: Yeah, that's what I I got mixed up on. I thought this was her opinion. Yeah, yeah. They said that to combat misogyny and racism, they uh, had a recent panel of professor and gender justice warriors. Gender justice. Okay. <laughs> that means for women. That doesn't mean gender justice. It's if like, it was true, gender justice. Yeah. It'd they, be for all genders. So, uh, they said that women and black students need to speak first in class. They, they should have that privilege that... They have priority Yeah, to speak and, and first. men are banned from, <laughs> from speaking first in class. Professor says, you know, what, what does everyone in class except the men think about this article? If you have something in between... <laughs> yeah, if you have something there, you can't talk it off. So this is a huge scandal now.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is uh... Actually, this is a response
1: to a scandal that involved university uh, students making sexually charged comments on Facebook about their female peers. So this is what they how they responded to that. And during the forum, one panelist suggested calling on women first during classroom discussions to boost female participation. That's ineffective. This is affirmative action, basically. Yeah, that's what Wh- the which, saying. Which, which right. does not work. Anyone who thinks affirmative action works, I'm sorry, but you're you're an
0: idiot. I think it worked with the ED back in the day. Back in the day, when? Back in the day when uh, the slaves were freed, and then. And how long did it work for? I don't know. Does it work now? Uh, At all. <laughs> I gotta do continuing research.
1: So, so the thing I think with affirmative action of any type, you know, affirmative action is giving priority to black people when you you hire someone, right? Or one group over another. But most of the time, when people talk about it, it's black people but mostly. Yeah. Is the answer to discrimination reverse discrimination? No, because <laughs> that's what affirmative action
0: is. This 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 woman first, black students first, is reverse discrimination. Yeah, to men and non-black folk. So Jacqueline Warwick, who is a professor of musicology
1: and former coordinator of the Gender and Women's Studies programs at Halsey, said that I do think in general there are a lot of studies that indicate women, girls are socialized not to speak first. And to, to make a conscious rule, a deliberate rule that is explicit that men are not allowed to speak first is certainly a strong way of addressing that issue. She spent some time thinking of what to say for that. Because that statement is very, very crafted. It doesn't say that the, the, the action's wrong. doesn't say that the action's right. Uh-huh. It says that it's a very interesting way to address the issue. So she didn't want to take a side. <laughs> she, she wanted to avoid the politics.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is weird because I think class participation is d- dependent Bullshit. The, no, it's dependent, <laughs> okay. It's dependent on the situation. I mean, the, the individual, if they want to participate or not. In, in most of our classes in, in uh, college, uh, I figured out most females actually participated in males.
1: Yeah, that's what I saw too. But here's the thing. When you're a teacher or an instructor, a professor or whatever, you got to keep in mind individual differences of learning abilities. Not yeah. e- Even over abilities, you need a learning styles. A lot of people don't learn by talking. They learn by sitting there and absorbing the information. Yeah. So when a professor says, you need to participate to get a good grade, that's not really a good professor there.
0: Yeah, I did a report on that uh, research report where uh, each person has their own way of learning. Right. Participation isn't always their way yeah. of learning.
1: You can't assume everybody learns best by talking in a, in a group seminar discussion. That's why college screws up a lot of kids. Yeah, you know? it's a game. It's so so, a so here, here, listen thing. to this one. Jude Ashburn, who identifies as a non-binary trans person, do you know what that is? <laughs> binary. No,
0: <laughs> it does that so, mean like so binding she's, like legally?
1: She's, she's trans. What does that mean? Does that mean she's transgendered or what? Or he? I don't know. Jude? That's a, that's a unisex name. Yeah. So he, she serves as outreach coordinator at a local gender and sexual resource center. Told you news that after the panel thinks black students should be given priority when contributing to class discussions when I do activist circles or workshops I often say okay if you're white and you look like me and you raise your hand I'm not gonna pick on you before someone of color <laughs>
0: <laughs> said Ashburn
1: yeah Ashburn does I, not will not pick on you if you're white what what about what is well first of all what does someone of color mean
0: yeah does that mean dark skin I mean there's there's Asian people who look white I mean have white skin. Right. So, uh, a- a- am I a
1: person of color? Are you a person of color? Yeah, am I a person of color? I guess is an Indian person a person of color? I mean, white people are persons of color, right? Everyone's a goddamn <laughs> person of color. I don't... See, these are all misnomers. That's the problem here. But the worst part is Jude Aspern says, if you look like him or her, I don't. I still don't know if it's a man or a woman.
0: By non-binary doesn't, uh, I looked it up, uh, it doesn't identify with the labels of male or female. Something else,
1: (laughs) non-binary. So it, it, if you look like it, (laughs) it will not pick on you. No, I'm gonna go by it because I'm. Look, I'm. I'm I'm sick of this. Is what you call liberal bullshit. (laughs) This is making a whole bunch of things more complicated than it has to be. Okay. Hmm. Non-binary trans person.
0: (laughs) She identifies herself as non-binary. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know how to say that then. So Jude identifies as a non-binary trans person. So it, it, white people
1: need to start unlearning the privilege and challenging ourselves. Anyone who holds privilege in this culture needs to seriously begin the work of giving up that privilege and learning how to live without it. Now that sense is okay. I mean, look, we're, we're minority people, right? But I Supposedly. don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't feel like in this part of the country, in this specific part of the country, we are not minorities in this
0: town. In this town. In this town. But majority of it. But we're do, so do you feel
1: that way? Even when I go to San Clara, where the majority is white, I don't feel like you know
0: I'm oppressed. No, no. This I think it's kind of weird that uh you're teaching white kids to be reject their like hey, you're, you're privileged. You should stop being privileged. It's kind of like, it's not their choice, man. They were born into, like, we, we didn't get to choose who which group we were born into.
1: Do you think stuff like this, this liberal bullshit, is gonna uh, cause something that raises up a generation of white people who think they're inferior than the minorities?
0: Yeah, I think it's, look, I, I was taught to, like, I was taught white privilege in class, in college, and it's kind of like, a lot of white kids are gonna start feeling guilty every time they see a minority or something like, "Oh man, yeah, I did a- that. I did that." <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, isn't that <laughs> isn't that bad? That's gonna lower their own self esteem, and it's gonna be bad for society as a whole because it's gonna be like one group is gonna think that they're the pro- they're the whole reason some minorities' problems are existing. Okay, let's close this up. We're going over time here. Yeah.
1: Panelist Judy Haven, a professor at St. Mary's University in Nova Scotia, compared the lady's first approach to affirmative action when she was asked about it. So she says that at some point, eh, this is going to create reverse discrimination against men. We see women taking a back seat and being the secretaries in group projects and not being the people that advance the arguments. There has to be some type of affirmative action. So that women, I hope, start to take a more active role in the classroom. I feel like she's flip-flopping, but but I'm not sure. Because I feel like like nobody here in this story knows what they're talking about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So 20 years from now, men are going to stop participating. And there's going to be a panel of men. You know what I always say. It's all about balance.
1: Balance. Balance, okay? Whoever wants to participate, let them participate. Who cares? Who gives a shit if they're black, white, or a woman, or a man?
0: Yeah, let them do it freely.
1: The whole thing I got from this whole panel is the answer to racism and sexism is racism and sexism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. agree. That's all I got. Yeah, we have an interesting show this week, uh, a very unorthodox show. Uh, On our last segment, we'll be talking about Egyptian pyramids, Mm -hmm. which uh, we all learned about in what, third grade, fourth grade? I think so. But when I learned about it, though, I did question how they built that shit. Yeah.
0: Because it's two-ton blocks. But then ancient aliens messed me up, though.
1: Yeah, Giorgio (laughs) Tsoukalos. Credits to that guy. (laughs) You're listening to Multiple Perspectives. Stay tuned.
0: Coming from the BBC, Saudi Arabia's king, Abdullah bin Abdulaziz dies. So... No idea what you just said there. I don't know. It's a long name, but... King Abdullah. King Abdullah just passed away. I think it was yesterday.
1: So here's my question. Here's my observation of, of what happened when this happened. Nobody cared.
0: Uh... Nobody as in
1: us us youth? Yeah, the general public of America, at least, our peers, did not care.
0: The high-rolling representatives in Congress, I think they cared. Well, there's two implications behind this,
1: I think. Uh, Saudi Arabia is the world's largest oil exporter. Uh That's what the article says. And it's in the midst of two war zones, basically, Al-Qaeda and the Islamic State. Yeah. So right now, do you think Saudi Arabia is vulnerable?
0: Yeah, somewhat, somewhat vulnerable. Because this guy is actually a, a friend of the United States. So the Saudi, the Saudi uh, crown is a friend of the United States. Don't we say that about everybody? I guess. <laughs> Except North Korea. Who is a friend of North Korea? China. Really? I think. Yeah. Are you
1: sure? I think they trade with each other. Certain parts of China, for sure, though. It can't be every single part of China agrees with the friendship with North Korea. No, no. So, King Abdullah died and his brother, I believe,
0: took over, yeah. which he, he has a long name. He has an equally long
1: name. I'm not going to well, try to Salman.
0: read Salman. Salman is a shorter name. 79-year-old half-brother Salman has been confirmed as the new king. So, Abdullah was 90 at the time he died. Yeah. So, his brother is stepping up as 70-whatever years old. 79.
1: So, really, he's only got like a decade. This is... Assuming he dies around the same time his brother does.
0: Okay, this guy has a lot of brothers. So, there's a lot of... So, he's got unlimited uh, people who can take over. Yeah, there's a lot. Let's just say there's a lot. I mean, when you think about uh, oil, you think about the royal family of Saudi Arabia.
1: Uh, What do you think the biggest implication behind this event is? It's uh, political. Why should the youth care? It's because they're...
0: Pumping gas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but nobody realizes that, right? No, Our no. peers do not realize that the, the gas they pump, most a lot of it comes from Saudi Arabia and this royal family here. And, uh, you know, meanwhile, they're pumping and then going to In-N-Out and then going to
0: Jamba Juice and all that. <laughs> nobody cares about this. Why should we care? It's because... All the leaders in the world have an impact in how we live our lives. Are you are you saying new world order? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's, what, that's what I hear. It's a me. more globalized world. So one thing that happens in one part of the country can affect us. How does this affect America at this point right now? Future policies about trade and our relation in the Middle East. United States in the Middle East right now, and Saudi Arabia is one of our biggest allies over there in the Middle East. The thing is, it's stuck between two very big non-allies. Yeah.
1: All the predecessors. Or whoever's gonna precede him is vowing to uh, keep the same policies. Okay. Do you think that that's a false promise? Uh, is, I, gre- is greed going to come into play? Was this guy a greedy guy, King Abdullah? No, he said that he was known for for a whole bunch of uh, reform for and involving women more into society. Yeah, and he's stuff saying like women
0: that. should work and other stuff. He's he's one of the brothers who started. Uh, or one of the sons who started modern Saudi Arabia, Uh-oh. his dad was. Is he on the PlayStation Network? No. <laughs> yeah, it's political. Like, Saudi Arabia, we know, like, from our previous shows, is very strict against women on, on driving and used to have their own religious... theo. Wait,
1: Saudi Arabia
0: was the one who doesn't let women drive alone? Yeah, it's himself? a theocracy, kind of.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, that's what it was called. I looked yeah. that up. Yeah, theocracy. So it's ruled by a government based, ruled by a religious government.
0: There's a government, but the religion is a very big part in how they rule. So the new kings might say something that might change how things are done in Saudi Arabia. Do you think this is going to affect oil prices? Uh, no, not really. Mostly just supply and demand. What
1: do you think will affect oil prices in the near future? Because we all know it's not going to stay this low for a
0: very long time. Peak oil or something. They call it peak oil. We can't refine the oil as fast as we can. There's less and less... Easy oil to find. I guess that's when the price is going to go up. Would you be surprised if one of our peers walked up to you and said, what
1: do you think about the recent death of King Abdullah? (laughs) (laughs) My head would probably blow up. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be surprised. Yeah, it's things just don't work like that. Nobody reads. Who the hell reads BBC besides us? The British. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know. Not a lot of people read news, I'll tell you that. Yeah, there is that. Yeah.
1: But let's move along to uh, america.aljazeera.com. Now, this is the American branch
0: of Al Jazeera. Yeah, I think they have different branches.
1: Al Jazeera is known for being, what, one of the
0: best news
1: sources in the world?
0: Uh, Yeah, it's one of the... Depending guess, on the <laughs> writer. <laughs> Depending on the writer. I think Al Gore bought it a couple, couple years ago, but i say it's somewhat dependable.
1: So what's going on in India is their, their gender ratio... China is experiencing the same issue by the way
0: yeah India and China are the highest populations in the, of dudes in the world <laughs> yeah <laughs> of dudes yeah that's a problem that's gonna be a problem
1: the the social problem behind this is what most people will be more interested in when you bring it up so there's I uh, numbers are being thrown out you know 964 m- females born for every thousand boys and at some areas it's 800 something to every thousand
0: boys. Yeah, so the article is saying that it dropped from the from 1971. It was 964 females for every 1,000. Then today, in, or 2011, it's 918. So here's the social impact that most people will find interesting:
1: these dudes are not finding wives yeah. or life partners. If you want to be PC, uh-huh. so a lot of males in China and India will grow up alone, work for the rest of their lives, and die. Without having children, because they've never found a mate, because there's there, there's just not enough. Yeah, that is that they call it they call it emergency gender ratios. Yeah, because they're reaching points where if this keeps happening every single day, every single year, they're going to get to
0: the point where it's you know a hundred females per thousand boys. <laughs> Whoa. Uh-huh. So it, here the the prime minister, the Indian prime minister Narendra Modi told the country, we got to change our way of thinking and stop killing unborn girls. So, so is that what they do? They just abort girls yeah, as soon as, because China, I think, uh, I've heard allegedly they just throw away the girls. They, the have a, they have a, they have a one child policy and in these, now they do. Yeah. In these countries, males have more worth work that's that's not the pc term but that's what it is is. and in india it's banned for them to check anything like a ultrasound and see oh if it's a male or female yeah but you gotta remember laws don't Don't, stop (laughs) don't stop anybody (laughs) and in india the marriage laws dowries still exist even though again what are those it's illegal dowries are kind of like offering gifts Like, kind of like a money exchange. So, so
1: females in India are viewed as financial liabilities. Yes. Because uh, one day...
0: Yeah, one day they get married. And the family of the bride has to pay the groom's family a dowry. Kind of saying that, you're going to take care of my daughter for the rest of her life, so here's... Here's some shit. Here's a lot of... land, cows, stuff like that. And uh, with a boy,
1: you get that shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, why wouldn't you prefer
0: a, a son over a daughter? Yeah, but this is causing a problem where, say, in a classroom, there's one... Tall dude. And a female. Yeah. And, and and that
1: female has to speak
0: first. And what's... what's she she ta- gets to speak first. And I could relate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's the only one who speaks yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I can relate this to another articles where a lot of a lot of stuff in India where a lot of females are being raped because D- you're going to call maybe, it sexual tension. Maybe okay. I'm not 100 percent of this. There may be controversial what I'm saying. But you're are are you implying that uh, the increase of
1: rapes is correlated to, to
0: to the fact that there isn't enough females. Not enough females for people. For <laughs> It's possible. We just got very
1: controversial. Okay.
0: It's very for me, it's very possible because think about it. Yeah, it is possible. But how could you
1: uh how could you conclude a correlation like that? You know, it's too it's just too hard to conclude a correlation.
0: No, like yeah, that. it's too hard to conclude, but it is possible. It's possible. However, it's possible however it is possible. It's possible.
1: China is experiencing the same thing. A lot of Chinese men are n- not finding wives. They're just dying alone. So uh, Modi, who is, what is he, prime minister? Prime minister, yes. So he's coming up with a new campaign, which is translated roughly to save the daughter, teach the daughter. That mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to me. What are you teaching the daughter? I don't know. That she uh, should fit into society?
0: Yeah. I don't know. This, for me, is kind of weird because we're living here, I guess. We don't experience this. No. So this is foreign. To it. This is culture shock. Yeah, too, too most Americans is going to be like, "Whoa. This is bad." But they have I guess they have to modernize and change how they think. And it's banned. This stuff is banned. Yeah, but <laughs> not stop them. Laws stop them. don't stop anybody. Yeah. This is uh what
1: they call emergency levels of gender imbalances.
0: And because laws don't stop any anybody, what they're trying to do is change the way that people think. So they have to change society's way of thinking in order Do to... Do you think change. they're going to be successful within a decade? Ah, uh, that's going to be tough. Within a decade? <laughs> I don't know. What? What is successful? Uh, even numbers? A thousand for every a thousand? 950 to a thousand? Nah, that's still too low. Maybe. But low compared to 837? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's still higher though, yeah. That's... Man, that's tough. And the and the population of the world is growing.
1: What's your what's your solution? If you were the prime minister, what would you do to solve this crisis?
0: I would do the same thing. Promote
1: Imagine how worse it w- this would be if the prime minister agreed with it. That would probably be the like worst. Only males. Yeah, I mean, only males, no more. Would, let's make it 500 to 1000.
0: That's our goal. Wow. <laughs> Man, they must have a really strong army if they have a uh, a draft. Well, uh, or
1: whoa, 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 that's sexist there.
0: No, no, because most, most, like I said, most armies and most governments around the world, including ours, can only draft males. Remember that? Yeah, it's it's something
1: called male privilege. (laughs) (laughs) Going to war. (laughs) It's something called male privilege, you know? We we get the best of the best. We have to sign up for selective service. If a a
0: war happens, we have to go. Yes. You know, that's what all the liberals are talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to our next story from MSNBC titled, Who is Standing Up to the Keystone Pipeline? No, when I saw the headline, I thought the story
1: was about beer. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> but when I when I read through it, I, I uh, realized that I've heard about the Keystone XL pipeline. Is that what they are it? Yeah, yeah, Keystone so, XL. In summary, it's a huge pipeline. Is it above ground or underground? I think it'll be above. So it transfers...
0: W- it's oil from the tar sands. So it's not- All like, the way from Canada, right? Yeah, it's not It's not like liquid oil. It's oil that's kind of solidified. It's a different kind of uh, fossil fuel. So a company called TransCanada wants to export their, what do you call this, oil to the- They ref- call it tar sand oil. Yeah, tar sand oil all the way to the refineries in the Gulf of Mexico here in the United States. So it's going to pass through Montana, South Dakota, and Nebraska. And everyone, in
1: well, not everyone, but a big number in Nebraska do not like this. Yeah, they hate it. Wouldn't you hate it if a huge was going to go through
0: California? <laughs> no, because it's going through their homes. It's going through their land. It's, and Nebraska and all these North Dakota and a lot of these are like the Great Plains of America. And a lot of it is nature.
1: Right. There's a photographer who is named Eric Kane and he draws upon the beauty of the Midwest. He says, there's something about it that there's nothing there. There's nothing there. But at the same time, it's beautiful. Yeah. It means America. That's it's, what he...
0: Yeah, it's almost sacred. Yeah. Saying.
1: So seeing a huge pipe go through there is not going to be aesthetically pleasing. And also there's a huge argument against the climate effects.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't see the article go over that at all. It's kind of weird. Yeah, because um, it's a pipe going... I believe it's up uh, above ground because underground, that's way too much work to put underground. So if that spills... That's a huge environmental impact on American soil, on people's soil. Just think about
1: uh, BP oil spill. Think about what yeah. happened
0: after that. Imagine a whole entire pipe. Spilling on ground. From Canada all the way to the Gulf of Mexico, bursting.
1: Is, is the tar oil hot
0: or is it? Well, for my class, environmental class, they're saying because it's tar sands, it's solid, right? And in order to move that in the pipe, you, heat it up. you have to heat up the pipe. So when it explodes, it's going to burn. It's gonna work. <laughs> on land, on people's houses. On people's houses. And what's crazy is in Nebraska a lot of people signed petitions to stop this, but Trans Canada is trying to make or use eminent domain to carry out what does that mean? Eminent domain is the same thing they use on the Japanese for the internment camps, where they said the government now owns this land. You gotta move out of Or land. or we keep you in a camp. No, something like that. Or they or they pay is, is that, to, uh, what? they pay you to leave pretty much. Yeah, it's going to be like a few hundred bucks.
1: Yeah. It's, <laughs> for the troubles. Your home. It's, it's uh, Native Americans. Yeah. <laughs> it's here. basically go, Native Americans. Go this way. Yeah, out of here. Here's yeah, our money. Of here. But at the same time, people who support this, which is mainly Republicans, they support the jobs it's going to create.
0: What do you think about that? For just building it and maintaining it, but. That's a lot of jobs. That's yeah, a that, few tens of thousands of jobs. That is a lot of jobs, but whose oil is it? Canada's or America's? It's Canada's. It's Canada's oil. But the jobs, the jobs, man. (laughs) Yeah, but for me, I would argue this is a big risk environmentally to maintain that. And if it does go wrong, it's going to screw up people's lives who live around the area. Toxic, toxic waste, health. They're going to turn into lizards. Yeah. Radioactive lizards.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is going to create jobs. So do, do you fully
0: not support it? I don't support this at all. I
1: don't support not this even though. one little bit. Not even the no. job creation.
0: No, no, no. I think the job creation isn't is, worth it. Isn't worth it when the effects of it going wrong is more worse. So what?
1: What's Canada gonna do? Well, it's happening obviously because Republicans actually voted uh, to pass it. Yeah, but President Obama. Oh yeah, he's promises he's gonna be, he's over, gonna be it. Right.
0: But once he's out and Clinton's in, <laughs> or somebody, <laughs> somebody, I don't know, it might change. It might change.
1: On on the scenario that it does not happen, it does not get past. What do you think Canada is going to do? Are they going to take a trip around the coast? Would that be worse if it spills in the coast? In the coast, yeah. You know they would do it under underwater. That would be sub uh, sub water. That would be I mean.
0: super hard to clean up. <laughs> <and water.
1: laughs> it
0: would mix around everywhere, right? It's all about money. This whole thing is a. This is all, all about, about, about money. money. It's all about money. Can't they get their own refineries? So they're trying to use U.S. refineries in the south, usually Gulf of Mexico, to refine tar sands, which is very hard to turn into uh, gasoline or oil that we use. So why are they doing that? Is this like a last resort
1: because for, for a fossil fuel?
0: Yeah, what I learned in class is tar sands is not like crude oil where like, you know, like you put a, you put a stick or a straw in the ground and it just burst out. Tar sands is petroleum inside like dirt. So you have to process it. To even get it into uh, liquid form.
1: What's uh, what's Elon Musk think about this? Do you have an opinion on this? I, I think he's
0: we like... should call him. We should get him on the show. <laughs> Elon's like, I'm worried about going to space. You guys <laughs> could do with this. No, he would go just scrap all that, get some electricity. Yeah. Just, just, just put... Electric, s- everything. Solar panels throughout the whole entire plains of America. I don't
1: know. Would that even be practical?
0: It wouldn't. I don't think I, I heard that solar panels don't work like most people think they do. No, you can't store the energy. You only produce it while the sun is out. Produce energy while the sun is. Are out. Are
1: you sure? Because I've understand. heard of people uh, investing in solar panels on top of their houses, houses that they own. Yeah. And the initial investment is about twenty grand, right? Mm-hmm. So you produce the electricity that you use, and there's still electricity left over, which the government will buy from you. So you make back that twenty grand within a decade, and then after that, any Amount of money you make is interest.
0: Yeah, it's uh, you don't make it and store it, then sell it. It's when there's a demand for electricity at that time while your solar panels are out when the sun is hitting it. So that's when they what take the electricity right when it's it's being produced. Yeah, when they need it. So someone told me
1: some bullshit is what you're saying. (laughs)
0: That's what I that's what I learned. They haven't yet figured out how to store the energy from the solar panels. the The way that you save money is. When you're producing energy while you're using it, the PG&E or whoever electric company will take that electricity and give it to those who need it, and they would pay you for it. That's how you save money. So you're not really saving money like how most people think you will.
1: Having like a whole oasis of just electricity, just a <laughs> no. hand out when you need it. No, 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 no. no. That doesn't work no. that way?
0: Huh. There's God a meter. Damn. That's why we have a meter, gotcha. <laughs> to measure the input and output of electricity needed.
1: Well, let's cut to break, and when we get back, it's time to talk about Egyptian pyramids. And to open up the segment with Egyptian pyramids, we're gonna be talking about a video from a dude on YouTube. Yeah, what what was his name? Veritasium. Vera.
0: It sounds like a a chemical on the...
1: No, it's it's a play on. It's based off of the word veritas, which is veritasum, Latin, Latin yeah. for uh, something. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, a boondock Saints. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to multiple perspectives. Take
0: So we watched the YouTube video from Veritasium. It's called, uh, How Were the Pyramids Built? So he's... what? Do you like his style of YouTubing? It's educational style. I'm there for the content, not the package. <laughs> <laughs> so he's in Egypt in a video. You can watch the video. It's posted in the links where he's explaining about how the pyramids were built, how these big rocks came to be moved, saying that he used they used water when the Nile was flooded.
1: So these these huge brick things, you know, <laughs> is it it's rock, right? It's rock, yeah, it's limestone. So did the Egyptians just find it perfectly square like that? Mm-hmm. They just chipped away or how, how does that work?
0: No, they they had to use tools to square it off. Did you
1: see the part where he exemplified how long it
0: would take to chip off yeah something. <laughs> <laughs> he would take a, another rock and smash it in, and it would take like three millimeters for a whole entire- Hour or something yeah, like hour. that. Yeah, hour. Three so millimeters. Multiply
1: that, that takes however long it, I, I don't know, I don't know. How much power do you need to do that work? Well, there's many theories They use ramps, but then I think he says in the video himself that the ramps would take more material to build than the actual pyramids themselves. Yeah. Because the ramp would have to go all the way around, 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 around to the top. Mm-hmm. And that's just n- impractical. That's probably not how they did it. But you look at these rocks and they're, they're built almost perfectly. Yeah. W- uh, seeing his video, what do you think his standpoint on on it is? What's his personal theory? It's man-made. Really? You got that from him? That's what I got. I feel like he is on the fence. On the fence? Yeah. I think from like- I I definitely don't think it's man-made. That's That's my okay. thing. I definitely do not think it's man-made. If it is uh, it was some type of technology that we never learned about
0: yeah I think that what they did, they had that we didn't have is time they had a lot of time on their hands are you <laughs> <laughs> well how long did the ancient Egyptians live for because
1: ancient when you say ancient Egyptian you're you're mentioning a specific group of people yeah that lived
0: at a specific time frame uh-huh but this was built way before the Greeks I think as a, was
1: it before Super Bowl 40. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. Oh, that, that's a long time ago. Yeah, I don't know. It's like he's saying. He, he even mentions how some people think that the pyramids were made by slaves, but they weren't. They, they believe now that it was made by skilled artisans, artisans, <laughs>
1: <laughs> tradesmen, tradesmen. Yeah, tradesmen. So, you think that time was the essence? Time was the essence, and it was that it was the change changing factor. It was, what, it was a factor that gave them the ability to build these amazing pyramids. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how many there are. There, There's like five main ones or something.
0: And the one, the the Pyramid of Giza and the ones in that one place, there's three main ones, and there's multiple pyramids throughout Egypt and then Africa. I think you needed a lot of manpower. I don't know how many people were in that civilization, but if you got a million people to do one thing, I think it's possible.
1: So do you think they all took a, they got in a line, they all took the rock and one guy would do it a hundred times and then stop. And the next guy would do a hundred times and then stop.
0: Or they were really strong compared to us and they just kept on going the whole day. Well,
1: I I, I think that uh, humans were actually like grew in size over time, didn't they?
0: So the humans back then would have been smaller. Uh, I think the ancient civilizations, I think they were similar to us or ve- exactly like us. Just as we see people now, they could be like how we look like
1: so ancient egypt is considered from 3100 bc to 332 bc that's about three thousand, two thousand 2000 years yeah so they had that time to build pyramids
0: but they're saying it's built in a certain uh, yeah, period that's, and they do the mathematics and they're saying it's impossible
1: after after seeing uh this guy's video what do you think the viewer does it raise more questions that's what i think
0: yeah, that's why it's one of the uh, what's that ninth amazing wonders of the world? What do you call it? Yeah, it's one wonders of the world. It's one of them I man-made think structures in the world. Yeah, uh, Great Wall of China is one of them. Yeah, and and the Eiffel Tower only passed its height. The 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 pyramid, the Great Pyramid. Is the
1: Statue of Liberty one of them?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe. How did France build that? They have two. That, that's a conspiracy right
1: there, man. <laughs> How did France do something like they that? They made a mold and pour copper into it. Maybe. Is it really? Yeah. I thought it was hollow. Yeah. So they, they bended metal, right? They didn't build it. Aliens did, <laughs> man. Aliens built it. Yeah. So let's move along to io9 where you found a story who's basically a list written by oh, Mark so. Strauss. Ten Bizarre Theories About the Pyramids That Don't Involve Aliens. Now, the most famous theory for, for uh, ancient pyramids is that aliens built them because if you really look at it it's I, I wouldn't say impossible but very very hard for humans to build something like this but
0: yeah. not impossible for me it's possible
1: yeah it's yeah. it's not impossible but it's very i would say unlike because this is before the invention of
0: the wheel yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is a big task at hand so you read through the list what are your favorite ones uh, my favorite ones from the bottoms the the first one was just kind of whack, but you could see the list. I wonder the funniest one is uh, Satan built the Great Pyramid. And, and what does it say about that one? It's saying that God, uh, Je- Jehovah's Witness pretty much saying that in order for Satan to distract people from the worship of God, he made men build the pyramids and put their efforts in building the pyramids.
1: So this is the scene in the Jehovah's Witness Bible. Which is exactly. Is it the same exact same? I think it's the same. I think it's the same Bible. Is it? Yeah, but. Jehovah's Witnesses don't acknowledge the cross, right? They no. don't celebrate Christmas and they don't acknowledge the cross. Yeah, and birthdays, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, every institutional is satanic. I think that's what Everything I
0: think. is uh, pagan. Right. Uh, Easter is pagan. Christmas is pagan. But this guy named Joseph T. Judge Ruthford, a leader of the early Jehovah's Witness movement, I think he. Wrote an article saying that the devil did it. What I learned from Jehovah Witnesses is that the Satan they always rules, knock on doors. Yeah, Satan, <laughs> Satan rules the world right now. That's what they're saying. Is that
1: why they knock on doors?
0: <laughs> they're trying to wake you up.
1: Is that what they do at church? Or do they have churches? I don't know because they should What's be a, churches are institutions, right? Which are satanic. I think they have gatherings. I think they call them so. Gatherings. Do they just have like doors and they practice?
0: <laughs> no, is that what no. they do? No, no. Yeah, that's one of the funny ones, but. The other ones that I would find possible is... Pyramids were hills. Yeah. That's the most uh, practical one and the most plausible one. It says
1: that uh, there was an article back in 1884 in the Fort Wayne Journal-Gazette that reports on scientific conferences held in Philadelphia, and there was a paper that presented a unique theory about how pyramids were constructed. They were theorizing that they were built downward. Yeah. So, Egyptians would start at the top, they'd run up to the hill... Mm -hmm. With rocks. I don't know how. (laughs) (laughs) how does that work? And start carving
0: downward squares. How does that even work? And they make it hollow in the inside to put a tomb in there. How does that work? It's practical, but... I mean, the theory itself is practical. Yeah. But the theory of how it
1: was actually built, I don't know, building it from the top down on a hill? How do you find a hill that perfect? Are you saying that all these hills were were strategically placed? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Another funny one, uh, or a possible one, is levitation was used to build the pyramids. So, it was something about magnetic fields or something, right? And then waves saying that when they struck the stone... Yeah. This
1: isn't uh, levitation by mind. This is scientific levitation.
0: Yeah. So, they, they hit the stone and vibrations in the air would make these stones somehow move...
1: Right, but then the part of actually directing where they move is is the mind part. Did you see the last one? Pyramid power? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it says that the idea of the very shape of the pyramid makes them capable of harnessing powers. This is traced back to uh, the mummies in Egypt. Now, French researcher Andrew Bovis tested the theory by building a scaled-down replica of the Great Pyramid and placing raw meat inside to see if it rotted. Hearing of these experiments... Czech radio engineer Carl Dribble built a cardboard pyramid and claimed that it ad- actually sharpened his razor blade. What? <laughs> <laughs> so he, he actually made a patent for Chop's razor blade sharpener. You build a pyramid, you put a razor blade in it, and it sharpens. And it sharpens. So a pyramid shape harnesses power. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the raw meat thing, isn't that like putting a cap on food? Basically, yeah, you protect it from the oxidization and and bacteria and all that. So it could be any shape. It could be a ball. Why weren't the pyramids a ball? And put it put it on top of the raw, raw Yeah, meat? but how
1: did the pyramid sharpen the guy's razor blade? <laughs> how does that happen? Is it a placebo effect? It's a placebo effect. They already came out sharp. Which one of these theories is your personal favorite of all theories? I like that one. Doesn't make any sense. I like the levitation one because do you think it's it's plausible? scientifically plausible
0: i think it's plausible like stonehenge
1: so it's kind of like sense. using a um using two magnets on the same pole sides right mm. magnets have two sides one's negative and one's positive yeah if you use two positives it kind of levitates
0: it kind of forces each other out i mean yeah it reflects so, each so other so
1: you put one on top with nowhere to go it's
0: gonna levitate in quotes yeah maybe they use magnetism Were magnets already researched by then? Well, some rocks are magnetic like iron, right? So they would would push it along, maybe. Okay, let's head to the
1: only website that's true. (laughs) The only real website. It's called outerworlds.com, okay? It's called Aliens Built the Pyramids. And what do you think about the layout of the website?
0: The layout is very good. It's like if this guy was in a debate (laughs) class, (laughs) he would this is how it is. But this is how it really is. Here's the real answer. That's how he. That's the layout.
1: Well, you're saying that he his style of debate is 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 the correct way of debate.
0: It it's a good way of debating. All right. What's the background color of this website? It's uh it's like a
1: purple, <laughs> pink, and the text is white. So did it hurt your eyes reading reading yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. it hurt my. It's eyes like
0: an amateur GeoCities website, yeah. basically. This is like a website that. First appeared when the internet just showed up. Very, very simple. You
1: know those big stone structures out in Egypt? The ones which were supposedly built to house the remains of the dead pharaohs? The ones you thought were built by the Egyptians? Well, you are wrong. They were built by aliens. Let's look at some undeniable evidence. First, let's look at a diagram. So there's a diagram of uh, Egypt, and highlighted in red is the pyramid. It just says the pyramid. It doesn't say which one. And uh, there are two diagonals extended beyond the end of the pyramid to the northeast and the northwest. The mass of squiggly lines above the pyramid is the delta of the Nile River. And as you can see, the two diagonals encase the Nile neatly and entirely. Is that a coincidence? Yes, because I'm sure the way Egyptians did this was to have someone walk hundreds of miles to the end of the delta and hold a really, really long piece of string while someone walked all the way back to the side of the pyramid. Then those two people stood there while two more people repeated the process on the other side of the pyramid just so they could build a big building in such a way that its diagonals lie on those two lines. Is that likely? Yes, it's likely.
0: But what? here's here's what really happens. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of aliens flying high enough over the earth to be able to see where the Nile Delta origin is, easily saw that the orientation of the pyramid would be. So he's saying that he took a map, wrote two lines, it's impossible for the Egyptians to do this.
1: Now looking at them, it's a very small picture, it's hard to see. Yeah.
0: But it does look like the diagonals
1: of the pyramid perfectly encase it, which is pretty odd. It's a pretty odd thing. How, how could Egyptians do that? Was
0: it a coincidence? Egyptians aren't dumb. That's
1: what I think. Egyptians were smart as us. Here's the thing, though. The compass was not invented at
0: the time. No.
1: That's the thing. That So how... how, I don't know how this happens.
0: Maybe it was from a mountain and they went on top of the mountain and they saw the beginning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they had a spaceship. So the next one is something similar. There's another diagram with a pyramid, which is the Great Pyramid. And if you look on the bottom right of the diagram, there's a compass. And you find out that the pyramid is lined up exactly with a magnetic north pole, with only a difference of about 16 minutes, because there's 16 minutes in one degree. Now, that's a very, very small number. So, how did Egyptians
0: do that without having a compass? They didn't. It was was aliens. (laughs) (laughs) aliens. That's what he's saying, that it's impossible. It was aliens. Uh, Do you think uh, all of it is is a coincidence? It's it's very exact. I don't know how they did it. It's coincidence because men, in my opinion, people can take maps and make any story with it to align with what they believe in, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. But how how does it face
1: the north uh, exactly? Exact north like that. Pole before it yeah. was
0: in, That's weird, right? The That's magnetic weird. the magnetic North Pole. Yeah. Not the actual line that we draw on, uh, yeah, on yeah. the globe. Yeah, so towards the magnetic north pole. (laughs) Maybe I was
1: right. They did use magnets. Maybe, maybe. Now look at this. It's a picture of the Great Pyramid of Giza and its neighbor as seen from the Sphinx. The Sphinx is that cat thing, right? The lion. Yeah, the lion, whatever With the head of the pharaoh. On the evening of the summer solstice, as you can see, the sun is setting in the exact center of the two pyramids. (laughs) So... For the Egyptians to be able to do this, they must have known the exact day of the summer solstice and therefore must have known the exact length of a year or 362.25. Once again, a fact not discovered until long after the Egyptians were gone. That's
0: BS. You know why they figured it out? The difference between modern humans and humans in the ancient times. They didn't have Twitter back then. <laughs> they look at the sky every night. The, and sky, bet, the sky is what leads them. Yeah, the, the, they use it for navigation. And of course, they would know every season where time because they would grow crops and they would know when the summer comes, the winter comes because they looked at the sky. That's not what happened. Right. No, that's not <laughs> no, what that's happened. Not what the happened. real story goes like this meddling
1: aliens in all of their infinite wisdom saw the earth upon entering the solar system and by calculating the size of its revolutions around the sun the velocity it was at which it traveled and the angle of axis of rotation they were able to easily calculate the longest day of the year or the length of a year and then they built the pyramids just for fun I wonder if this
0: website is a troll website. (laughs) Of course it's a troll website,
1: (laughs) but let's take it as it is. Yeah. Moving to the bottom of uh, the article here, I like some of them because they actually make you think. Look, if you take the perimeter of the pyramid and divide it by two times the height, you get a number that is exactly equivalent to the number pi, 3.14159, up to the 15th digit. The chances of this phenomenon happening by sheer chance is remarkably small. How did Egyptians know what the number pi was? And this happens on every single pyramid, I think.
0: Aliens. <laughs> Aliens, yeah. But they, weren't they mathematicians? Yeah. Weren't they engineers? They built things, you know, like if you look at the ancient Greek, all other ancient civilizations, weren't they have, didn't they have some knowledge of math? But again, pi has to do do with uh, circles, right? Yeah. So why would they choose
1: pi? has nothing to do with squares or pyramids. Hmm. Every angle in the base of a pyramid is exactly 90 degrees. All the pyramids are roughly perfect squares. Because they had good tools. To imagine. <laughs> they had protractors. Yeah, they had, probably did. <laughs> so this one's the most, uh, I guess, compelling. Egyptians kept very careful records of everything they ever did. Everything they ever had. Every king they ever had. Every war they ever fought. Everything they ever built. No records of
0: pyramids at all. How do you explain that one? That's hard to explain. What if pyramids were built by modern man just to make this conspiracy?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Uh, What's the first record of a pyramid?
0: That's a question I I want to ask. From Egyptians, from ancient Egyptians. Maybe they haven't found it yet. I don't know. And and, and in this article, they talk about the pyramids being lined up by the, the, the constellation of Orion. Yeah. That theory was also in the other article. But it was busted because... At that ancient time, the alignment of the stars were different. Were different. Yeah. And what it is today. Well, they knew the future.
1: <laughs> they <laughs> knew the aliens. Yeah, time they, traveled. <laughs> they knew that the constellations would change to a certain way that would align perfectly. So they wow. built it so that it will align 10,000 years
0: later. Or so whatever. this is a message from aliens them to us. Yeah. Specifically yeah. at our time.
1: What about the fungi that was found in King Tutu's chamber? It's never even been seen on the earth.
0: Yeah, but if it's in the chamber... It's
1: on Earth. It's on Earth. (laughs) (laughs) It just means it was undiscovered fungi. That's it. Yeah.
0: That is it. Interesting.
1: So, your sum up opinion of, of pyramids. Even though I already asked you, I believe aliens. It was done
0: by man. All of them, every single, every single. Okay, there's a possibility. I believe in there's a possibility of aliens. Two two percent.
1: I okay, that. I I also believe in aliens, but not little green men. Okay, no, no, just no,
0: other no. beings. Yeah,
1: that possibly even look like us. That that's the misconception that alien believers get uh, cited for. Yeah. You know, we all believe in little green men running around with big heads and they probe you. Yeah, yeah. That's not the (laughs) aliens that most people believe in. Some people believe that, but -hmm. not us. Well, maybe.
0: I I think we're underestimating our ancient ancestors.
1: Okay, yeah. Well, there's the Great Wall of China too. That's pretty hard to
0: build. How many miles is that? I think it's from end to end. Yeah, it's all... You can see it from space. No, that's a myth actually. Really? Yeah, that's a myth. You see people, it from a satellite, maybe. Yeah, from a yeah.
1: satellite, but then at the same time, you can see a whole bunch of other shit from the satellite, too, like the Alpha Tower.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking we're underestimating the power of what people could do. Human what, beings. What pretty, other
1: amazing things have people done in history that don't get mentioned? And why do
0: you think pyramids are so fascinating to people? People like a mystery. Is it really a mystery, though? People like to think that there's some outer influence to human beings, uh doing things like it's not it's not there's a higher power deciding how we live people like to think that people like to think there's a reason they're here yeah somebody threw us on this planet for a purpose and there's this greater story out there that we don't know we'll be the ones online to tell you that that's wrong that you're
1: wrong there could be a possibility (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 but most likely not most likely not so i've read that if you go to uh, the pyramids in egypt don't ever get on a camel a camel? Yeah, because what? there are these Egyptians around the pyramids that will offer you a camel ride. Yeah. For cheap. Uh-huh. And the, the part where you pay them is to get you off the camel. Because the camels are trained not to, to let you go. To go down. Yeah. yeah. To, to to kneel down so you can get off. So you have to pay them more money to get off the camel. Wow. Can't you just stay on the camel forever? Or you can jump. Take the camel. <laughs> See ya. Right away with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. A, it's would, a, would you ever want to visit the pyramids? Uh, no, I don't. I'd have want to mind. go in, make it like the mummy. <laughs> you know, are there really traps like arrows and stuff like that? Probably, like yeah. Indiana Jones.
0: Maybe, maybe it's to protect the uh, the soul of the the pharaoh. You know, like yeah, demons coming in, traps. You know, the curse of King Tut. Th- I think it's because you open up a tomb and there's gonna be diseases in there.
1: Yeah, well, what's the real story of that? It was like 10 researchers who suddenly died in like years after, after researching.
0: Yeah, I think it's because you open a pretty much tomb and bacteria that we never been exposed to suddenly jumps on you.
1: Well, was that what they were dying
0: from? I think it
1: was. If they were dying from like car accidents and stuff like that, <laughs> that would be like final destination.
0: Yeah, yeah. A real curse.
1: Let's move to our last article of this week's show here. Coming from HuffPost, this is a very controversial thing. Singapore smoker fined $15,000 for throwing butts out window. Now, we see this everywhere. Yes. What what do you think about the act of throwing your cigarette butt on the ground? You should carry your own ashtray. How come it's not considered littering? It is littering. Yeah, but it's not considered littering among the general public. Oh, it's just a cigarette butt. It's like spitting out gum. It's
0: not littering to most people for some reason. Is this because it's organic? (laughs) No. No, I, I see it as littering. I see them everywhere. I mean, in in Singapore, they they find you a lot of money for just littering or even chewing gum. If you go to any college campus, cigarette butts everywhere. Cigarette butts everywhere.
1: So Singapore is is almost infamous for for keeping their streets very clean. If you get caught throwing a wrapper <laughs> or something, gum is banned. Yeah, you can't chew gum in in Singapore. You
0: can't smuggle gum. Nothing. So they, if they
1: see so you do that, it's that much. They, the thing is, they waited for this guy. 33
0: yeah. offenses before they actually find him. Yeah. It's for $600 per every cigarette that you throw on the floor. $600 and he had 33 offenses. Yeah, they caught
1: him on surveillance camera. So now he has to do... uh, It's community service, basically. And what does he do? He has to clean... A public area for five hours wearing Clean a what? There's nothing to clean. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an easy job anyways, you know? Yeah. Or do they mess it up for him and then make him clean it? Uh, is that the lesson? They throw it down. His poor rabbit. coffee and
0: everything? Yeah. They crack down on everything in Singapore. It's very, uh, very strict over there. Yeah, littering, vandalism.
1: Punishable by caning. Do you know what that is? Caning? Yeah, caning is like spanking with a
0: cane. Wow. So they will spank you. Kate showed me a picture last night where the street was pretty much like... A, a brand new skate ramp. Yeah, it w-
1: th- that was actually a dining area. Did you notice that? It was a yeah, street yeah. dining area. Yeah. So these people are finishing up their food, taking mm-hmm. their trays or whatever, throwing it in the trash can, putting the trays back. Have you seen the food court at the local mall? <laughs> <laughs> There's like ketchup all over the floor. Gum,
0: birds everywhere. Man. Do you think America would ever step up to a level like that? If we evolve the way we think. But this is America. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. America is all about what you could do whatever you want. <laughs> I don't know that's kind of far. But I would like a clean street, to tell you the truth. I would like clean streets. I don't like I don't like seeing trash. So you don't like Republicans? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that what you Is that what you mean? <laughs> You don't like politics, is that what you're saying? I like politics. You don't like political debates, is that what you're saying? Then
0: why am I doing this show then?
1: (laughs) If you want to do research on any of the stories we talked about on this week's episode, visit multipleperspectives.org. They're all going to be in the show notes.
0: And if you want to call us or text, call us in Texas at 512-666-4439. I think our median age
1: group of audiences, 50 to 60. So I don't I don't think they text
0: okay call or fax us <laughs> <laughs> or uh, b- uh, pages but if if you fax pages. us, we don't have a fax machine pages
1: okay I've never seen a fax before I don't think I ever will because uh-huh. I don't see a point
0: <laughs> right can't you just email that and I can print it out myself that's how it is now remember in the 90s faxing something you faxed something in the 90s no I saw my dad fax something at work very, very inconvenient. <laughs> It was convenient back in the day. At the time,
1: yeah. So we're pagers and beepers, right? Or yeah. Are they the same thing?
0: I think they're the same thing.
1: Email us at contact at org, or just use the contact page on org. That's a wrap for the 21st episode of Multiple Perspectives. We'll see you next week.
0: See ya. If I got a dollar for every cigarette butt I, I I picked up, you'd be rich. I'd be a millionaire by right now. You picked up cigarette butts? No, no. For everyone that I seen. Oh, <laughs> wait. Did you say you pick up? No, no, no. Oh, I, I thought I heard pick up. No,
1: you could hear it's it. Your public servant. I'm <laughs> not. I'm not gonna play it back. <laughs> Would you pick them up?